also, I mean, I see you and in, in, through social media, like, I don't know if you were like the headliner, but like just in Florida, you were like on the main stage during the day. Were you the headliner? Oh my gosh. I was not the headliner, but I was but speaking Pretty at, darn close. It was a pretty prestigious opportunity. It was about 13,000, I think is what I heard. Not that they all came to my session at once, but a 13,000 person. Right, because they couldn't get in. They couldn't it get was, in. Right. It was like, it was, like, it was only a 10,000 Yeah, exactly. I, yeah, exactly. down the aisles. <laughs> I saw it was pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, that was a super exciting opportunity. I got to speak at USA CBD Expo, yeah. and they put on a lot of national events. And so I'm trying to get into the, the thought leadership circuit because right. for us, if I'm being really honest, CBD is CBD as long as you find high quality CBD. What I care about is educating consumers on what to look for, how to use the product um, to find out kind of like what is the best mix for them. And so speaking opportunities allows us to have that opportunity to have a platform to just, like I said, get people to talk about cannabis and destigmatize it. Right. So if mm -hmm. I can go up on stage and be a you know pleasant figure who talks about my experience through my accident and then building our brand through this like turbulent kind of legal, illegal area... Maybe give someone else, you know, some insight or some hope into like, okay, maybe CBD's for me. Like, maybe I could right. be a part of that. And so um, it's been a lot of fun. So, yeah, I was just in Miami. I just got asked to speak at one in Denver. I have one in Dallas coming up. Um, and then hoping to go to Vegas later in the year for another massive show. So, nice. yeah. And, and, and not all of them are fun. just CBD shows. But. Right. <laughs> well, right. I mean, Vegas, there's a lot Vegas, of legal things in Vegas. Denver, yeah. yeah. This is true. This yeah. is true. I certainly love going to legal states and participating you, I, I in all the cannabis. I learned a lot from being in a legal state, you know, yeah. just about CBD compared to, you know, uh, the THC and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's super educational, you know, based on that. So, so uh, when it legalizes in Texas in 2087. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> I mean, I hope it's soon, Five years or less. We're hoping five years yeah. or less. I mean, you know, that would, be, that would be That would be nice federally, too. Well, yeah. so we think yeah. it potentially might happen federally before, before it, happens it happens on a state in, level. Yeah. That, that, yeah. That but even then, the speculation, too, is it'll happen federally, and then they'll still leave it up to the state. So then in that right. case, Texas is like 87 years later. Exactly. Yeah, that's, you know. <laughs> yeah. But at the end of the day... Um, you know, it's it's important for us to understand, and and I brought her on as an entrepreneur, as a local business owner. Um, you know, we we've brought on. This is not meant to be a tongue in cheek episode. Like we talked mm -mm. about the glass, and we use the euphemisms like the right. Willie Nelson Ooh. culture and the stuff mm -hmm. in the past. Yeah. But I brought you on because I, I like you said, uh, they see a face. It's like kind of a relatable. It's it's not your stereotypical person individual right, right? I appreciate right. that that yeah. you know where are your dreadlocks yeah exactly <laughs> right. where are your dreadlocks where's your tattoos you know where's your patchouli i can tell you she's not wearing patchouli no patchouli here no. yeah and, and not you know again i have lots of friends with, oh you know, that all are that all of those you know, things i like yeah. to use the analogy you know it's like why walmart and target are in business oh right. yeah they both have customers that love to shop at them mm -hmm. and if i'm being honest there is a time and place for which i'm for a sure. customer of both stores right. but where do I feel most comfortable making purchases from a quality perspective, an accessibility perspective? Um, those are things that I think a consumer is thinking through when it comes to cannabis, mm -hmm. especially since everything's been painted as like, you know, reefer madness and THC mm -hmm. and it's, you know, this devil's weed and it's going to have all this like negative outcomes. Yeah. Um, it's really exciting. I think when we launched the brand, we were so 
in case you can't tell, I'm a millennial. I'm in my late 20s. Um, my sister and co-founder is in her mid-20s, so we're both female, 20-year-old-ish mm-hmm. range. We wanted to create an accessible brand for our demographic, and what we realized is while those people are curious, the majority of our customers are 55 plus, um, meaning they have been on medication for some time. They're right. hitting the age where you're getting put on medication for X, Y, or Z ailments. I think even myself coming out of the accident, what I'm realizing and what I've realized through our business is everybody is is in pain at some point. You're not immune to pain. It doesn't matter how much money you make, what side of the street you grew up on, your disposition in life, like you're going your to age, be in pain, your yeah. age, like you're going to hit pain at some point and how you manage and treat that pain is really critical to the longevity and the quality of your life. So unfortunately, I see a lot of people who they grew up in an era where it was really easy to give a prescription and to give a pill. And so now you see people who are 20 plus years on the same medication and they're coming in and they're like, Shada, I don't, I don't like the way that this is treating my body. I can tell that it's taking a toll on my kidney, my liver. And you're like, I want you to try plants. Right. And I don't know if plants can be the end all be all, but from my position as somebody in her late twenties, the power of cannabis is real and it's effective. And like what I've learned and what I've observed and like, I can only hope that that proves true as I age through life and hopefully can mitigate some of these ailments and diseases that I've seen so many of our customers walk through the doors experiencing. And I will speak as somebody and I'll take it up to generation X. I'm actually, what do they call them? I'm technically a zenial. So right. there's this little like order. Yeah. You're not, yeah, you're not, you know, from, uh, you know, generation, uh, you know, X. I am like, X, but yeah. there's like a six year period between the two because I grew up with the internet. Oh, yeah. So yeah. They, they call them Zennials anyway. Yeah. Anyway, I'm an, I'm an X. I'll just, because people are like, yeah, he's just trying to be yeah, younger. He's just trying to be younger. Yeah, I'm an X. <laughs> You're in the club. Yeah. I not only have never tried CBD until the first time I walked into your shop a year ago, I'd never tried cannabis in any of its forms until two years ago. I didn't know that about you. And so, um, it's not like I'm just this old, you know, pothead. It's right. smoked since I'm 15, right. and you, like like, like I was. <laughs> Me, I'm the picture of yeah. that. Yeah, yeah no, yeah, and yeah. I mean, it's funny because, like, I, you know, I worked in like a younger environment and in, in tech, the tech sort of yeah. field, and so being around younger people, and and I didn't try a lot of the stuff, but I felt comfortable trying cannabis, and and what it's done for me as well as the CBD side of it and the the hemp side of it, um, I would definitely be a proponent of it and say that at any time, at any stage, you know, being a 40-year-old guy, uh, you know, 36 to like 45 is that time in life where you start doing things that you're like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Oh, yeah. Like my bursitis started because I went and played basketball with a bunch of 24-year-olds for four hours when I hadn't played for like, Five years, <laughs> which is not an intelligent no, decision. No, no. But you, I mean, you, you forget, thought you could, yeah. yeah you, I, you forget that you're not young anymore. Yeah, you know, like Especially, on the basketball court, I was reminded constantly because yeah, I'm yeah. like, choo, 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 and then I'm like, oh, the oh, ball's yeah, over there. Yeah. yeah, and especially if you're working around people that are, you know. 10 to 12 years younger than you, yeah. you know, or 15 years younger than you, you know, you're like, but I, I want to keep up. Yeah, exactly. Wanna... But, but, but we get along really well. Yeah. So I must be able to do what you can yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah. No, the, the answer is not always yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, you wake up the next morning and you're like, Oh, oh yeah. I yeah. Yeah. Same oh, thing. My body. <laughs> no. Or like going out with them and just being like, you know, me getting home and the next day I'm like, okay. And then they're like, yeah. Hey, what are you doing? And I'm right. like, yeah, yeah. trying not to die. Yeah. You, <laughs> right? Like right. round two, and you're like, yeah. not for no, no, another no, month I'm, and a half. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, but I, getting back to what you said, any age, any demographic, any sort of situation, it can be a 
a help. People just take it for such varying things, whether it's anxiety, whether it's chronic pain and like to be narrow minded, like people come in sometimes like, well, I want to take the CBD for sleep. And I'm like, you can take it for sleep, but like also be open-minded to like it helping with other things. Right. right. And then like they come, maybe come back and they're like, oh, well I noticed that like I was less angry the next day because like it just helped chill me out. Or maybe it helped that lower back pain go away when I was sleeping because I got a better deep night's rest and it just like helped, you know, loosen my muscles. And I just think, Plants are so powerful. And right here, there's just a scrolling thing that says these statements not approved by the FDA. <laughs> not approved by the FDA. Each person <laughs> not approved by research either. It's all running right <laughs> here. Right here Edi- editors, everybody hearing the yeah, editors. Yeah, 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 I got you. Got yeah. you. Okay, okay, let's let's cover uh, yeah. Shada's yeah. and my. Thank you so much. <laughs> As Ali says, this might only be on the dark web, but somebody might find it. Yeah. Somebody yeah. might find yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. you just you know just being open minded to like I think some people argue there's a placebo effect. Maybe. Maybe there's a placebo effect, but if a placebo effect helps you right. feel ultimately better, yeah, who cares? Well, if you feel better, what, what does it dude, matter? We're all yeah. trying to get at it, right. just feeling better. So, you know, that aside, I do think that CBD works, and it comes down to quality and dose and frequency. Yeah. So we do get people who are like, "Well, I tried it, and I don't know if it worked." Well, maybe you didn't try the right type. So you've observed, and your statement was mm-hmm. like very like real of. Maybe I tried the topical and the sublingual and it wasn't for me. Maybe you didn't isolate. You should try full spectrum, but smoking it is most fast acting. So there's and different I've been told ways like to smoking it has cannabinoids that the isolate doesn't. But so there's full spectrum products that have those other cannabinoids mm-hmm. and terpenes and oil and topical. Yeah. So, so now I know. Yeah, we've all tried just... them all. I mean, in my house we have all the oils. We yeah. give it to the dogs. Yeah. You know, we do like we do it all because one of our dogs had uh, distemper and so yeah. he was like basically brain damage so to help his brain develop more we gave him cbd and fish oil and all this other stuff um you know so i mean we we're a a cbd household pets was a big one i feel like when people like they love their pets so much Mm -hmm. like we got so many customers when we first launched we launched like a pet product yeah um and i had so many people come in who were like i saw that pet because we were on i think mm-hmm. it was like kxan kv or something sorry whatever news source plugged us <laughs> uh they they did this special on us and at the time it was investigative but it ended up being positive <laughs> because it was like, it was like would you give your pet cbd like did a poll and we're watching it like oh my god i hope everybody's like positive about it yeah. it was positive yeah, yeah because yeah. people really truly love their pets and like want to give them things that help sure. ease their quality of their life and so we had a lot of people who came into the shop and were like so I'm I'm here for my pet. And I'm like, well, have you ever taken CBD yourself? They're like, no, yeah. not for me, yeah. but it's for like Mimsy, yes. Yeah, exactly. Like she wants it. She's anxious. Yeah. She's in pain. Yeah. And you start to see people's like perspective change and they're like, oh, well, it helped my pet. Okay, well now maybe for me. And so right. I just think there's all these different avenues of how <laughs> people are getting exposed. On the pet in my house first. <laughs> and if the pet's okay. They're like, I love and my pet. They bring so their kids much. in. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. They bring their kids yeah, in exactly. next. Yeah. Let me give it to my five year old. We and do get actually a lot of people okay. who give it to their children. Yeah. So people are like, is there an age threshold? I mean, obviously there's THC in the full spectrum products. So was that's that, a we decision. We had somebody on the show that w- that talked about they gave it to their son. <laughs> Was that? I don't remember. Okay. Anyway, I have people who give it to their kids for ADHD. Yeah, for sure. Um, just like, I mean, anxiety yeah. in general. Like, I had one yeah. woman who was like, my daughter's seven, and she <sighs> just hates going to school, and we don't want to put her on pills. So I heard this could help, and just to see parents' mind shifts yeah, change for too. Sure. Right. And you're like, this is a plant. Yeah. Like right. This yeah. can give your child less anxiety in theory and hopefully yeah. mitigate them going to prescription pills. And so I think, you know, as, as our society continues to evolve, we care about what we're putting in our bodies. You know, medication is, I think, a really big um, area yeah. that we're so blindly trusting. Like, unfortunately, I get a lot of customers who come in and it's not 
unfortunate. It's just the nature of what we grew up in. How much do I take? How often do I take it? Mm -hmm. And when CBD doesn't work like that. CBD is very much like intuitive to what are you trying to treat? When do you feel like taking it? The side effect of too much CBD is drowsiness. So figuring out maybe you take a little bit in the daytime for anxiety, a lot more in the evening for chronic pain, which is how I use it. I take a little bit versus a lot, just depending on what I'm treating. Um, It's the same product. It's not like there's a different product for these different ailments, but you get people who are like, well, I need the pill that does this and I need you to tell me how often to take it. And it's like, shh, stop stop listening to your doctors, you know, like try to just feel the plant out. And I know that's not what everybody wants to hear all the time. They want some sort of guidance, but I think that's where our store and our brand really comes to connect those dots of like, look, I can't tell you everything that you can take it for and how explicitly it's going to help improve the quality of your life. But I can have a conversation and share my experience, which can hopefully shed some light for what you might be wanting to take it for. So we're all about education and oversharing. So Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. what you want. That's come to restart. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So, uh, and, and, and here's the thing, like, like you said, it, it's accessible. Um, it is becoming more uh, acceptable in our society. It's accessible. It's acceptable. And ultimately, it is finding out if it's right for you. Um, I appreciate that you've come on the show. She's, for those of you who don't know, like, she had, like, a whole, she still does the whole, like, I went and tried this restaurant, and then I went and tried this. And so she's, like, back there, and she's like, oh, come on. Like, are you ready? But she's come in. She's She is, in spite working all day, it is it is 11 o'clock at night, 11.15 at night. She's worked all day. Then she's gone to, poor thing, had to go try new restaurants and eat at new bars or drink at new bars. And and now she's coming here to talk to us. And so we appreciate you taking the time to do that. I appreciate you guys Uh, for having me on the show. We'll have all of her ads, all of her, her sites, all of her stuff, uh, in, in the, uh, comments on YouTube. And as we, um, share on Instagram as well. So thank you so much for coming in. Thank you. Thanks y'all for having me. I really appreciate being on the show and, Hopefully going to bed shortly after. Uh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> All right. Thank you for coming Thank out. Thanks, y'all. Thanks, Appreciate it. it.